0: The Rookie Leaders Podcast, episode 36, introducing a new co-host.
1: Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. So grab your notebook, a pen, and your bulletproof copy as we explore the leadership lessons every leader needs to master. Now here's your host, Michael Tanner.
0: Well, hello there friend, Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Thank you so much. For tuning in as always i am so grateful and recognize that you could be doing so many other things with your time but you've chosen to spend some time with me and the rest of us here at the rookie leaders podcast so thank you so much for doing that today i'm really excited to share a topic with you or a an episode a podcast episode with you that is an introduction to my good friend steven faust uh, I'm excited to share that with you. It's a it's kind of an introduction interview, if you will, that I had with Stephen. But before I jump into that, let me kind of explain the background. Let me get into exactly why I've chosen to have uh, Stephen as a as a co-host, an, an occasional co-host on the podcast here. Um, I have uh, I've enjoyed a, a great relationship with Stephen now for I guess about 18 months now. I'm I'm blessed to call him my friend. But I would say over the last 18 months, I have learned a lot from a leadership uh, standpoint, from, uh, you know, leading a business, um, leading people, uh, just learned a lot of wisdom from Steven. And I'm excited to share that wisdom with you guys here on the podcast as well. You may recognize if you're a longtime listener of the podcast. You may recognize the name Stephen Faust, and when we get in the interview, you may recognize the voice. Uh, he's actually been on the podcast before, a number of podcasts back. We uh, had Stephen on the podcast. We were talking about uh, leading up, so uh, you know, leading our boss in the organizational chart, leading upward in the organizational chart. He dropped some some great. Uh, leadership knowledge in that podcast episode and he does the same thing in this podcast episode so just because this is a an introduction type podcast or an introduction type interview i would encourage you to tune in because uh, as always steven drops some leadership nuggets that you're going to learn from i assure you of that every time he and i get together and uh, and we we talk about leadership he, he and i just we nerd out on leadership and so when we uh, get into the topic of leadership, you are going to benefit from it, no matter what the topic is, I assure you of that. And so we got together in this podcast recording, and the only topic was introduction, right? We didn't have a leadership topic that we wanted to discuss, but as you'll see in this, in this, uh, in this podcast episode, uh, again, when, when we start talking about leadership, there's going to be wisdom that's dropped that you can learn from I assure you that so be sure that you uh stay tuned and listen in uh to this podcast episode but let me let me tell you a little bit of the the background the history uh with Stephen and I and how we arrived at at him being the co- uh, you know uh, co-host here on rookie leaders podcast so I reached out to Stephen about eighteen months ago because I heard him on another podcast heard him about him on another podcast and recognized that he was in the leadership space. You'll hear in the interview, he is a, an executive level leadership in the aerospace business. So you'll hear more about that from him. Uh, but I reached out to him because I just recognized that he and I were of similar leadership styles and, and philosophies. Uh, and we were also doing uh, similar things as it related to building side businesses related to leadership. And so I reached out to Stephen uh, just for the purpose of, getting to know him, to connect with him, uh, maybe form a friendship and so forth. Uh, but that led into a mastermind group that he and I uh, started. And that mastermind group is now growing. Um, but it started a, 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 you know, a real close relationship and friendship with Stephen that also then led into he and I uh, co-hosting a, a different podcast, another podcast of our own. And initially, we called that podcast The Leaderpreneur Show. Because what we were going to do in that podcast, we were going to tackle two topics, basically. Every episode, we were going to tackle a leadership topic. And then the second part, second half, if you will, of that uh, podcast was going to be devoted to just talking about our entre- entrepreneurial adventures, our the businesses, the side businesses that we're trying to, uh, to create. And as we went through that podcast, uh, very consistent with... Uh, with podcast episodes and we just realized over time that we were confusing the audience in trying to do two topics leadership and and business and so what we decided to do with that podcast was we decided to change it up and devote that podcast to solely our online businesses so that podcast now is entitled adventures in online business but having made that decision and made that move with that. With that particular podcast, it robbed Stephen and I of this opportunity to get together uh, and just nerd out on leadership. So I made the decision then, and 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 I offered it up to Stephen, and he graciously accepted. I said, "Why don't we have you on the Rookie Leaders podcast from time to time, on on a you know somewhat regular basis, and we can have these these uh, you know discussions that we tend to have on leadership, and we can just nerd out on." On leadership topics there in the rookie leaders podcast. He graciously accepted that, um, uh, that invitation. And, um, I'm, I'm thrilled that he, uh, that he did that. And so now on a regular basis, I plan to have Stephen here on the rookie leaders podcast. So you're going to be- benefit from that. I'm going to always, uh, enjoy that as well. Cause again, when, when he and I get together, uh, just enjoy the conversation on leadership. So uh, I'm going to get you into that podcast episode here in just a second, or that interview with Stephen, that introduction to Stephen. Uh, but let me remind you also of the credible leadership community that is currently being built. Uh, I want you to head over to community.credibleleaders.com. That's community.credibleleaders.com. What? Get in there. It's a it's a free membership site where you will find lots of other. Uh, People uh, similar to you that are seeking to advance their leadership capabilities and skills, um, you'll find lots of resources, free video guides, uh, free video training. We have uh, live events from time to time that you'll certainly benefit from. You can engage with other leaders as well. So encourage you to participate in that free membership in the community at community.credibleleaders.com. Be sure you check that out. Uh, and and get into that uh, into that community. Now, without further ado, let me jump into my interview, my introduction of Stephen Faust. Stephen Faust, man, I've been waiting so long to introduce you to the audience here at Rookie Leaders. Thanks so much for joining me today uh, and and agreeing to. Uh, on a regular basis, be a co-host here on the podcast. So good to have you, and
2: Michael Tanner. I love it. Thanks for inviting me on. And you know, I've been on the podcast before. This is not my first time, my it, friend.
0: It is not your first time. Uh, for those that have been listening for some time, you were on a good while back, and we were actually talking about leading up. Absolutely. Right, that's the topic of of choice at that time, and and I thought you dropped some some really really good leadership content in that episode. And just because, you know, the relationship and we'll get into it in in just a little bit, but the relationship that you and I have, uh, we've done a lot of leadership content together and I knew, uh, that there was no doubt in my mind whatsoever when I thought, you know what, I should just have Steven come on to the rookie leaders on a regular basis. There was never a doubt in my mind that that was a really, really good idea. I'm excited to share your leadership experience and, and wisdom with, with the audience here at Rookie Leaders. So let's let's start with, how about we start with this? And I'll let you tell the story, um, uh, put you on the spot. I hope you can remember the story, but how did we even meet and how did we get together? Well, first of all,
2: I'll say, Michael, this is the easiest job in the world. I just show up and start talking and you know me, I can't stop sometimes. And, and to show up, and not have to push buttons and record stuff and have an agenda. This is this is gold. This is the kind of job that I love. So again, thank you for having me on and and the the way we met. So it's interesting. This was back in twenty nineteen. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Yes. About um, June. So in June of twenty nineteen, uh, I follow a gentleman and I know you do as well, named Cliff Ravenscraft. I was. Uh, I had purchased back in 2014, a podcasting course called Podcasting A to Z that that he ran. And I did that and I followed him and his content for all of those years. I joined, um, I didn't join a mastermind group immediately, but what I did is I bought one of his programs and part of that program was an opportunity for me to go out to his home to spend a day with him. And through that process, I joined a mastermind with Cliff, a paid mastermind. And he highlighted me on a podcast as a result of that visit. And it was called The Value of a True Fan. right? And it came out sometime in, I think, late June of 2019. And through that podcast, you were a listener and you heard that. And from my recollection, through you listening to that and hearing a little bit about my journey and my story, and and logically, I think, knowing you now, you were thinking, okay, this guy has some similar things in common with me, and l- let me reach out to him. So you reached out to me on LinkedIn, if I remember correctly. You sent I think me so, a, yes. Yeah, you sent me a message, and I responded. And through that back and forth, we ended up jumping on a, a Zoom call, and yada, yada, yada. The rest is history.
0: Yeah, if I recall correctly, uh, I mean, uh, I remember Cliff, when he was highlighting you there, uh, he talked a little bit about the, the business that you were trying to build. And, and at the time, you were building, uh, you were working on a business in aerospace leadership, right? And that's really the, that's when the light bulb kind of went off for me. As I was listening to that, that episode, you know, I was thinking to myself, wow, this is really cool. Have a fan like this and all. I, I'm, I'm really just kind of paying attention a lot to what Cliff is talking about. But then when he started talking about what you were actually doing, I just thought, wow, I'm, I'm basically trying to do the exact same thing. And it sounded like we were in, in essentially the exact same point in a, you know, place in our building of our business. We both have day jobs. We're both building this on the side. We're both in leadership at the time and and all that. And, and so that's what really just, uh, resonated with me and said, Hey, you know, I really need to reach out to this guy. Um, but I didn't know exactly where it would go, but I will tell you this, I was hoping that it would lead to a mastermind. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of mastermind groups and, uh, and I was hoping that it would lead to a, to a mastermind, uh, engagement uh, of some sort. Uh, and if I recall correctly in that very first zoom call where we jumped on and uh, just got acquainted, I think in that very first zoom call, we, we both arrived at, Hey, why don't we just start a mastermind group out of this? If I recall correctly, didn't it start that early? Yeah, it did. Uh, we had a great in my view, and a good instant connection with each other. We
2: had so much in common. Not only were we were we working these online businesses, we have a full time day job. We're about the same age, and about the same place in our careers. Kind of think about things in a similar way. We're both military veterans. Mm-hmm. You. You and the Marine Corps and me from the much lesser and less regarded Army, as you might. No, imagine. that's not
0: true. Now, that's not true.
2: <laughs> but once a Marine, always a Marine. Yes, once that's, the Army, that's you true. Just kind of you just kind of <laughs> retire. That's, that's a little bit different. But but seriously, I mean, both of us as as veterans and the way we think about things, and I just I just felt an instant connection. I felt an an opportunity to connect with someone. Who I rarely get a chance to, which are which is someone who thinks, acts, operates, thinks about uh, side hustles, about growing something outside of the day job, about transitioning in life, and mm-hmm. and like you, uh, what I assume is like you, myself, I I can't find that around me. Right. There's, there's not people hanging out in my neighborhood, or people hanging out at work, or people and my circle that are doing the things that I most want to do beyond my day job. And it's great to be able to to make these connections and develop this relationship, which has turned into a mastermind, a weekly mastermind group we've done for well over a year now. Uh, The way it's challenged each of us, the way it's really helped us support each other and and to kind of get out of the doldrums when we get in a funk and and really have different perspectives on on business and leadership and life and it's really meant so much to me to be in this relationship and what it's afforded me from a growth and development perspective mm-hmm. and whatever I can give back and help help you and help uh heather who's in our mastermind group uh, I I just want to be able to do that as well so it's been a phenomenal relationship and and one that I Regardless of what happens in our mastermind or what happens in our businesses, and when you become the Tony Robbins and I end up being the some court jester right, right. or something, uh, you know, I'm I'm confident and convinced that we'll have a friendship for the rest of our lives.
0: Yeah, same here. And, and you know, I, I know that this podcast is kind of dedicated to just introducing you and your leadership experience and philosophy. But you just dropped a a nugget there of of leadership value that that we should probably mention, and that is. To the point you're making, people like us or people that we aspire to be or want to be like, they don't just kind of naturally come and surround themselves around us and influence us. We've got to be intentional to go and find those people and and associate with them and surround ourselves with those kind of people. So there's your leadership nugget for today is find those leaders you want to be like and go associate with them, go get to know them, go get, you know, go get mentored from them and, and and things like that. So there's your, your leadership nugget, uh, uh, for this episode anyway. Um, and, and I know Steven, you're going to drop many more along the way. So we'll start, we'll, we'll start with that one. But I think as a part of this episode, I really want to have the audience get to know you a little bit better. Again, you've been here on the podcast once before. Um, but, uh, aside from just uh, this mastermind and, and meeting me at one time, you and I, we were, uh, doing a podcast at, at the time we called the leaderpreneur show. Uh, and we, spell sorry, spell it. Spell no, I can't. One. I can't spell leaderpreneur show. <laughs> okay, That's one of the apply. reasons we <laughs> changed the name. Uh, but along the way we, it, at that time we were trying to do a, a single podcast episode that had a leadership, uh, principle in it. And then. The second part of that was we were talking about, you know, behind the scenes of us building these two businesses. Uh, and what we've decided is that we're going to dedicate that podcast, which is now called the adventures in online business. We're going to dedicate that podcast to all the ins and outs, all the adventure of us building our business and have you here on the rookie leaders podcast to share your leadership wisdom here. So the leadership can be found here in the Rookie Leaders Podcast. The business can be found over at the Adventures in Online Business Podcast. So having said all that, I think it'd be good to kind of just start off with telling the audience a little bit about your leadership experience, kind of where where did it begin, and where are you today?
2: Sure thing. Uh, I, I'm a product of the military, a lot like you early on. I was in the military from 1985 to 19. 19- Ninety-eight, early ninety-eight, uh, in the army. I was in aviation. Some of the prior discussion we've had about how I got into the aerospace and aerospace leadership seemed like a natural fit for me. But through through those twelve plus years on active duty, uh, much like the Marine Corps, you're put in a position. You do well, you grow, you advance, you then transition into leadership, whether you're ready for it or not. Right, right. you trans transition into it. And if you're not ready, you get ready real quick when you're put into that situation. When you're leading soldiers, when you're, uh, you know, running, running either a section or a platoon or, or a squad, you get ready and you learn some sometimes trial by fire and you figure it out and you either get good at it or, or get efficient at it or you get left behind. Right. And that's where my leadership started. And I I wouldn't say I was a natural leader in the very beginning. You know, I I was kind of the kid who went through high school that kind of wondered uh, what I was going to do with my life. I didn't really have a good plan. The military was something that was in my family. And it's something that I just did because I didn't have a better plan. But once I got in and I realized the value that the military could bring to me and how I could excel and really set myself apart, I, I grabbed that brass ring. And I took full advantage of that opportunity, got into leadership, took it very seriously, and then just grew and developed my leadership in the military and aerospace, transitioned to be a warrant officer in 1993 and became uh, a warrant officer in aviation and, and began leading bigger teams and bigger organizations and having more responsibility and just continuing to practice and to get better and to have opportunities. Then getting out of the military, uh, going into uh, an IT company as an IT manager for a few years uh, as, a, as a as a manager for that. And then getting back into aerospace in 2003, working for a company called Smith's Aerospace, who was bought out by General Electric uh, Aviation. And having these roles as operations manager and uh, general manager, and then just growing and continuing my career. I've seen it, all of these different stops I've made Uh, all of these leadership roles that the military really prepared me well Mm -hmm. for. One thing it didn't prepare me well for is when I first got out and I was a bit too militaristic and authoritative. And it's just something that was ingrained in me in the way that I led. And I ran into some some road bumps and some roadblocks. And I was told uh, early on in my civilian corporate career that I was too militaristic, that my expectations were not realistic. And I had to really make a decision. Am I going to be able to survive and make it in, in corporate America as a leader mm. or am I going to have to go do something else? And I just had to make a decision that I had to lead differently and take a different approach. And it's very hard to do, but I just made the decision to do it. And I think it's kind of like if, if I've never smoked, but if you're a smoker, it's it's you just decide one day you've had enough and you just stop. I just stopped being that type of leader and began thinking, acting and operating Differently, and then just growing and developing over the next uh, you know almost 20 years since then uh, I've, I've become a different leader much more of a relationship minded leader much more of a team oriented leader and one that recognizes the value of people and their achievements and their contributions to the organization
0: all right well so so Stephen, I appreciate all that explanation of your experience, but I I remember also when we first got together uh, and first had that zoom call that led to the mastermind and us having our own podcast and things like that. I recall also that our leadership philosophies aligned very, very well. And, you know, yeah, we have this military background together. Now we have this, this, uh, similar corporate background together, but I just remember uh, thinking, man, our leadership approach and our philosophy, um, aligns well also, uh, because yeah, you talked about being militaristic when you, when you came out and got in the corporate world and I was the same way, right? It took me forever not to show up to a meeting 15 minutes early and, and, and things like that. But for, for all the way back to my Marine days, I've recognized leadership to be about relationship and I just remember early on noticing that that was your philosophy of leadership as well. It was more around the relationship and not the title or the position or some type of authority. Right. Here's what I know about
2: you and I and a lot of the common threads that we share is, number one, I figured out early on in our conversations that you and I love to win. Love to win. We also love to win as a team. And we get more excited and I get much more excited at this point in my life and career and where I'm at about seeing what other people on my team are doing and achieving and becoming because I feel uh, just so great about seeing the successes that they have. And to think that I had a small piece, a part, a nugget of that process that's that enabled them to, to be great and to win. I get so motivated by that and just seeing others succeed, seeing others win. I know that's a common thread that you and I have also, I know that both you and I are relationship guys. Mm-hmm. We value what others bring to the team. We both appreciate a diversity based team. We value different ideas and different perspectives. And it doesn't have to be my way and it doesn't, you, you know, you have those leaders and we've referred to this in, in some in our other podcast at times. And I referred to it as, you know, you have these, these, we'll just call them the, from the baby boomer, generation, mm-hmm. most typically, is kind of a stereotype. Not everyone's like that. But this 1970s manager where I sit on high in a chair, right. I give right. a list of, of demands and orders out. And my expectation is that everyone follows them exactly like I said. Don't think for yourself. Don't try to make any decisions. Be a robot. Uh, do these things. Now, that's a little bit of a dramatic way to say it. But that's the tendency with a lot of leaders, even today still. But I Recognize the value of people being part of the decision making process, people being part of bringing alternatives and perspectives to the table, engaging in conversation, engaging in that conversation to get to the best outcome, the best place, the best possible Way to win as a team, and it doesn't have to be my idea. I prefer it not be my idea because I want to rally around and help mm-hmm. the team grow, and I know that's a common thread that you and I share right. as well. So the team as you once told me, as you walk from your car to your building in the morning and sometimes you'll even say it out loud, the team is more important than me. That's the way I feel. That's the way you and I are connected and believe in our hearts that that the business is and should be run and the relationships are the difference maker in whether an organization succeeds or fails and it has to be done as a team to make that happen
0: yeah you know i mean again we are in so much alignment with that approach and that philosophy and and frankly that reason or that purpose or that why that you and i want to be leaders uh, you know i do worry that too many leaders are, you know, they step into a leadership position for their own sake, for their own glory, or for their own, you know, edification, or or maybe maybe they do it for the perceived money or prestige of it or something like that. Uh, but I, I just remember again in that, that very first meeting with you, uh, recognizing that you are in leadership for the exact same reasons that I'm in leadership, and that is not. So that the spotlight can be shined on me, or the spotlight can be shined on you, but rather such that we can influence people, influence a group of people to achieve success, to to win. Um, you're you're like me. Uh, I mean, we just want to win. We're very, very competitive, and we want us we want to win. But I want to see a group of people win. You know, uh, I know we just shared it on on the other podcast, but this past weekend I was at a basketball tournament with my youngest son and I just love that environment. I love that environment where a group of people are going after achieving a common goal and they work together to do that. Uh and that's the kind of servant coach, servant leader I want to be and I just remember on that very first Zoom call we both uh, you know just aligned very very well with that leadership philosophy and that's why frankly that I want to share your experience and your leadership uh philosophy and your leadership wisdom with the folks here on the Rookie Leaders podcast.
2: Yeah, we just think alike in so many ways and and we bring that when we do a podcast episode when or when we're at our day job, you know, serving our teams, we just bring that approach. It's authentic, it's not contrived, it's not manufactured, it's just who we are as people and I think that makes for a much more uh, um, transparent and authentic conversation that you and I have around yeah. any, any leadership topic. And it's great to get, we don't, I, I wouldn't say we agree on everything. I don't know what all those areas are, but it, right. it's okay to have disagreements, but at the core, at the, at the foundation of the philosophy, yeah. we are very, very consistent about people, about relationships, about gaining perspective about, uh, leveraging people to, to win. That's not just about me uh, barking orders or, or, you know, giving, giving demands to the team. It's really about, about all of us it, together. And what I find interesting is sometimes it takes me a while to convince people of that because I think yeah. people are so conditioned in it organizations today to, to have a certain type of leader who can be fairly disconnected, who can be very, Uh, a taskmaster or someone who doesn't want to have a ton of input or a lot of different alternative ways to approach something. It takes, it takes me sometimes with certain people, it can take Mm -hmm. me a little while to say, Hey guys, this really, I'm serious. It's really about us. It's not just about, you know, me saying ABC. And once you get there, and I know you and I and my team and my aerospace company that I work, work for now, just recently went through a trust workshop that you facilitated for us over seven weeks. Right. And I tell you, it was very eye-opening. And I think the transparency that came out of that experience and the vulnerability that we all observed and and were a part of during that process, during those seven weeks, and the personal history exercise where we really got to understand deep, more deeply about how a person thinks and how that helps them shape the decisions they make and the way they communicate. Mm-hmm. It's very eye-opening and it just serves uh, as another another way to bring the team closer together. And when you yeah. have a team that operates and thinks in a very tight knitted uh, team way, like a basketball team that really count on each other to be successful, it's going to take the organization. It's going to take our team. It's going to take the company much much beyond uh, much further beyond where they could otherwise be so yes. stuff like that is something that really gets me excited
0: yeah you know and i couldn't agree with you more Stephen. around this this difficulty it is sometimes to get leaders to believe to, well to think about leadership as relationship and get leaders to believe that it that it works that this is the way leadership works the most effective way is is through relationships and influencing through relationships and, you know, frankly, I get a lot of people that are shocked when I talk to them about I first learned leadership in the Marine Corps, and that's where I learned that leadership is about relationship, because everybody just assumes that it's all about rank and authority. And and I don't deny that rank is important in the military. It certainly is. But the best leaders that I saw in the Marine Corps, they didn't lead out of rank, they led through relationships with those, uh, Marines that they were leading. And I'm sure you saw the same thing in the army. And then I see the exact same thing, uh, you know, in the corporate world, the CEO that leads from a position of CEO, isn't being an effective leader, but the CEO that leads out of a, out of a servant coach spirit where he says, you know, I'm willing to do anything. The team needs me to do to succeed. I'm willing to do it. That CEO is going to succeed with that team. And, and I agree with you that that's hard to convince a lot of leaders at times. Yeah. We, we've experienced the,
2: the folks in the Marines or the army who led with their rank, right? Led with uh, right. role power because that's the only leverage that some of them had was their authority. And yes. they were by definition to me, these 1970s managers, that's the way they led. And people followed them because when you looked in the mirror, you had two choices, follow them, or don't follow them and get all the consequences that the military would bring by not following those orders. So yeah. it, it's it's certainly they had people follow them, but would they have followed them in a corporate setting or right. a or a civilian setting? Well, maybe some of them would, maybe some people appreciate that style, but I would I would venture to say that more would not and more would look to Uh, Another opportunity somewhere else outside the company or another department. But those people that that leverage their rank as authority, they they were only effective to an extent. Just think about the people that we've worked underneath in the military that they had the rank. They could say, go take that hill and we'd go take it. But we'd be talking about them the whole way as we get to the hill. Like, look at this guy over here. What does he think? But right. it, once once they learn to 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 put it in some sort of of visual to think about, it's it's from sitting across the table from somebody talking about what they need to do and what they will do. It's sitting next to somebody at yeah. a table, talking about what we can do as a team and some of the things that we should con- consider doing. and and I'd love to hear your feedback on it. So sitting next to someone versus sitting across from someone, it it tells a story about the relationship and the sincerity of the way you lead,
0: yeah, yeah, it's such a good analogy there. and 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 you know the reality is if you're if you're leading from, you know, position or authority or ranked based uh, leadership. If, if that's the way you're leading, then you, those people that you're leading, they may be doing what you're telling them to do, but they're doing so out of it's a fear based obedience. Right. And you got to recognize that even if they stick around, even if, you know, in the corporate world, yeah, they can go to another job and things like that. But even if they stick around, and they're only doing what you are telling them to do out of a fear-based obedience, you're not getting the best out of those team members. They're just doing the minimum they can to get by. But when you have a relationship, when you're leading through relationship, then you know you're getting the absolute best you could be getting from those team members. And that's where you become an effective leader right so so anyway listen Stephen. it has been great to have you on for this this first kind of introduction episode to the audience listen you want to subscribe to the podcast you want to make sure you don't ever miss an episode because you just don't know when steven's going to show up and be here on the podcast and drop leadership gold like he's been dropping here in this podcast already today so Stephen, again i'm a super excited to share you with uh, the rookie leaders audience on a, on a regular basis. So thanks so much for spending your time with us today. And thanks so much for agreeing to the commitment to be on the podcast on a regular basis in the future. We are certainly better for having spent some time with you. So thanks for being with us. Oh, thanks my friend. Looking forward to what the future holds and any,
2: anything I can help bring to the podcast. All you got to do, my friend is just let me know. I'll be there for you.
0: All right, there you have it, folks, my introduction of Stephen Faust, and as I said when I began that uh, interview with him, I'm so excited to share Stephen and his experience and his wisdom uh, with you on a regular basis. I know that every time he and I get together, it's going to be a good podcast episode, and it's going to bring a lot of value to you guys, so i um, thrilled to have Stephen uh, as a co-host occasionally here on the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Be sure you check out everything that Stephen's doing. You can do that at stephenfaust.com. stephenfaust.com. That's Stephen with a V. -V S-T-E-V-E-N-F-O-U-S-T.com. stephenfaust.com. Be sure you check out everything that he's doing there at his website as well. And again, Stephen, I know you're probably listening in, so thank you so much, my friend, for one, being my friend, I'm blessed by that relationship, but thank you so much for agreeing to be on the Rookie Leaders podcast from time to time. We are going to be much uh, blessed by and and, and better for having spent some time with you. So thank you so much for accepting that offer. Hey, before I let you go again, thank you so much for tuning into the Rookie Leaders podcast. I hope that you'll subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode And while you're subscribing, I hope that you will rate and review the podcast as well. And don't forget about the community that I mentioned to you earlier at the beginning of the podcast, community.credibleleaders.com. I want to see you inside that community. It's a community of other great leaders looking to advance their skills, their capabilities as a leader. And you want to be a part of that community. I assure you, lots of great content, lots of great people in that community. And you get to enjoy it absolutely free. So be sure you join today, community.credibleleaders.com. Get in there and join the community today. Again, thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for welcoming Stephen Faust to the, uh, to the podcast and look forward to more episodes with him and more episodes to come. Um, I'll also have other interviews with other great leaders. I've got a lot lined up for you. Uh, So be sure you subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. Hey, thanks again for tuning in. Be blessed and lead well.
1: This episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended, but never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcast episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you like this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com.